Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chris Maloney back with you for another edition of CWN Weekly, episode number 15, coming to you live today, um, Friday, November the 27th, 2020, almost December, almost the uh, very last month of the year, thank God. And then we get into 2021 and we'll see what happens then. But um, uh, to everybody out there, happy Black Friday. Um, I know I've done some shopping this week. Uh, no way in the world I'm going out today to do shopping, but uh, it's uh, it's been nice that the uh, the online stuff as well as the malls and stuff like that uh, here in London, uh, you know, have extended it through the uh, the week of Black Friday and not just the day. But uh, yeah, no way in the world I, I want to be out in that mess there. Also, happy belated Thanksgiving uh, to anybody in the U.S. Uh, from yesterday. I know we've got relatives and friends, family down there. So uh, happy, uh, happy Thanksgiving to them uh, yesterday. So guys, as we always start out every single week on CWN Weekly, and by the way, for if you're listening or, or watching for the very first time, uh, Chris Maloney here in London, Ontario, Canada. Uh, it's uh, kind of different outside right now. It, it's uh, not necessarily cold, but it's not necessarily warm either. It's uh, been very kind of... Um, I don't know what the word is overcast over the past couple of days, but uh, it is what it is in the uh, the end of uh, uh, the uh, November month there, so to speak. So anyways, guys, uh, anniversaries, birthdays uh, taking place in the next coming week. Uh, today would have been the uh, birthday of the one and only British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, uh, 1962. I'll tell you this, I was a huge fan of him growing up, uh, the British Bulldogs. For sure, and then when he went on his own uh, to become the British Bulldog, uh, specifically around the time of 1992, uh, SummerSlam versus Bret Hart. Uh, you know, a huge fan of the British Bulldogs. Uh, you know, uh, probably top five for me as far as Davy Boy Smith goes. Like I said, his birthday was 1962. Uh, would have been today. He uh, unfortunately passed away on May 18th, 2002, at the age of 39 years old uh, due to a heart attack and. Um, Again, one of those wrestlers that passed away way too young, uh, but his legacy is cemented. I mean, you see the uh, the family uh, still going on with regards to uh, Natalia, obviously his son, uh, you know, Davy Boy Smith Jr., Harry Smith, uh, so to speak. But uh, like I said, Davy Boy Smith was one of the reasons I followed wrestling. That Mania 2 match, and this is dating myself, but that Mania 2 match against the uh, the Dream Team there, I just, I, I love it. Like I said, 1992. Uh, where he uh, be defeated uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, uh, even when he was going against Shawn Michaels, I think in the mid '90s for the title. You know, he was a heel, Davy Boy Smith. Uh, you know, he had Clarence Mason by his side, he had Jim Cornette by his side. But the fact is, I was a huge fan of him even then. So, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, Davy Boy Smith. Like I said, his birthday is today, uh, born 1962. Uh, somebody else who I've kind of got ties with. Um, passed away uh, June 26, 2016. His birthday was today as well. And that is Ryan the Big Deal Jimmo. Uh, he was born 1981. Uh, when I say I've got ties, it's um, the six degrees of separation, so to speak, because he was born in St. John, New Brunswick. I was also born in St. John, New Brunswick. Uh, Ryan Jimmo was a UFC fighter. I believe he competed in the light heavyweight division or the lightweight division. Um, but the fact is his dad, Paul Jimmo, uh, taught me karate back in high school down there in St. John's. So uh, that's the uh, the connection, so to speak. But um, Ryan, like I said, June 26, 2016, altercation in a parking lot, I believe outside of a bar. Uh, the, uh, you know, um, it didn't go too well. Uh, they end up running him over with the car, uh, rushed him to the hospital and he ended up passing away at the age of 34 years old. But, uh, Ryan, the big deal, Jimmo was born in the state in 1981, rest in peace to, uh, to Ryan there. Uh, also celebrating birthdays, uh, no anniversaries this week. It was kind of weird, but, uh, anniversary or sorry, birthdays coming up. Uh, the 29th is the one and only demon assassin, Rosemary. She is turning 37 years old on the 29th. So this coming Sunday, as well as the only, sorry, the one and only Captain Charisma Christian, uh, 1973, he was born, but his birthday is on the 30th of November. So he'll be 47 years old. So he's getting up there in age too. Um, you know, and it's interesting to say that because him and Chris Jericho and Edge all look like he can, they can still go in the ring. And uh, it's uh, unfortunate that Christian, you know, really didn't get that send off he deserved. Uh, but uh, yeah, 47 years old and I'm 44. I'm getting up there in age as well. But uh, you'll never see me in a wrestling ring. I'll tell you that much. Um, news of the week. So Survivor Series 2020 took place last Sunday. Um, 
The Undertaker basically announced his retirement officially inside of the ring. Uh, got a huge send-off. Didn't make a lot of sense the way they did it. They brought all the guys down to the ring, including Kane with gimmick. And the next thing you know, they do the tribute. And all the guys have left the ring. And then basically, uh, you know, Vince McMahon's out there on the mic and then says, you know, there's nobody like the dead man. Uh, you know, this isn't goodbye because his legacy is going to live on forever. But the fact is, when it comes down to it, Undertaker has officially decided to uh, to hang him up. Uh, basically, final line of the night was it's time for the Undertaker uh, you know, to to rest in peace. So basically saying that's it, 30 years. To the day, amazingly enough, uh, his career is over. Uh, you'll still, I still see him around as far as WDB goes. Um, you know, obviously the Hall of Fame induction. Uh, it's going to be interesting, though, too, because of COVID. And the fact is nobody from the Hall of Fame for this year got really, you know, got inducted. Uh, so are they going to do a double Hall of Fame? What are they going to do with that? So it'll be interesting. But uh, Undertaker is due, whether or not it's 37, 38, as far as WrestleMania goes. Uh, but we'll see him back, uh, you know, at least for that appearance there. Um, that's all I'm going to talk about Survivor Series because, guys, CWN Recap took place last Sunday as well. And to those who watched on Facebook, thank you very much. I'm not sure how many live hits I got, but I know I just checked before the show went on the air today. And 248 views on Facebook as far as CWN Recap goes uh, for Survivor Series. So thank you very much to anybody who uh, to watch that on Facebook. Uh, hits as well on YouTube as well as audio. So thank you very much, guys, for the uh, the support there. Uh, announced as well last Sunday, WB Icons docuseries come to WB Network in 2021. So I'm just going to bring that up quickly here. So, new series from WB DocuSeries coming to WB Network 2021. After the conclusion of Survivor Series uh, pay-per-view, trailer aired for a new WB Network series called WB Icons. It's a biological docuseries focused on WB legends. Uh, excuse me. Uh, trailer for the series revealed that there are WB Icons episodes focused on Yokozuna, Lex Luger, RVD, the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, as well as Beth Phoenix. So no dates officially have been announced, but those are in the works. Uh, we've also got basically a Keith Lee documentary coming up on the WB Network. So guys, look for that uh, if you get a chance, as well as um, what else is going to Oh, um, that news that I just read. Uh, comes from Wrestling Observer Figure Four Online. And the reason I want to mention that is because today is Black Friday. So anybody who has been wondering or wanting to subscribe to basically the number one wrestling website in the world, in my opinion, of course, um, they are having a $3.99 sale on today. That's US. I think it relate, I think it comes down to about $5.50 Canadian, but you can sign up for the website for a free month. Uh, you get all their podcasts, all their shows, all their back audio, uh, the newsletters, all the news reports. You get to be part of the forum as well, which uh, a lot of news travels back and forth in there. But guys, if there was not a better time to sign up for F4W on online today is the, uh, the day and usually their sales only last about 24 hours like i said 399 it's about 550 canadian so head on over to f4wonline.com and uh, sign up like i said it's only 399 us so take advantage of that there uh from there guys report taylor wilde returning to impact wrestling i thought watching impact this week and i'm not a big fan of spoilers like I will read them, but I'm not I'm not a big, huge fan because of the fact that I like to be entertained as a wrestling fan, so to speak, even though I'm doing <laughs> doing shows like this. But uh, report Taylor Wilde returned into Impact Wrestling. In saying that, I thought that Taylor Wilde might have been um, Jordan Grace's uh, uh, partner there uh, showing up on Impact, but she wasn't. Uh, so it looks like maybe the next series of tapings, Taylor Wilde is going to be part of that. Uh, she is an icon as far as Canadian independent wrestling goes. Uh, she's an icon as far as Impact Wrestling goes. Uh, you know, I've got to see her, Chantel Taylor, uh, here with regards to um, uh, this company that used to exist called Blood, Sweat, and Years, so uh, BSC. Uh, got to see her farewell match, so to speak. I think it was the last time I saw her live. And that was in, I think, Mississauga uh, before she ended up going to Impact Wrestling or OVW, one of the two. But anyways, yeah, she's a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, she's got her own podcast right now as well. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see Taylor Wilde back in Impact Wrestling. So I'm excited about that one there. Uh, something else I'm excited about is... <laughs> 
a little bit of a gamer in me is uh, the fact is I love getting new wrestling games every single year, and my wife will attest to that. But the second wave of new superstars and legends arrive in WWE 2K Battlegrounds. So not your typical wrestling series as far as 2K uh, you know, 2021, 20, 22, everybody knows the story about that. But the fact is they have announced they've got a second wave of uh, legends and superstars coming up, uh, including the American badass, the undertaker. If you go, I think the code is still good, but if you go and if you own battlegrounds, uh, go into the locker room, it's, uh, all uppercase, by the way, Undertaker 30. You can unlock the American Badass, the Undertaker there. So any gamers out there. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage is uh, part of it as well. Uh, the Boogeyman. Uh, Laheem Lillard. No idea who that guy is. Bronxster, Rob Gronkowski, obviously is a Pats fan. I know who the heck he is. Uh, he's got his different attires with him. I think there's three different attires for him. Uh, Billy Kay, Kane, Andrade, Buddy Murphy, Peyton Royce, and then Edge. And Edge, I end up getting, I got lucky because I went to EB Games to get the game. And it was the last pre-order game that they had, but it wasn't pre-order. It was just on the shelf. So I'm getting the Edge code for free. So that was kind of cool. But if you guys, if you're a gamer, I know American Badass as well as the Macho Man are there now. But all of these guys will be released by the 16th of December. And then hopefully there's another uh, a shot as far as Christmas goes, as far as uh, being released, as far as the uh, uh, the um, characters, so to speak, go. Sorry, I tried to multitask here. Um, from there, G4 signed Xavier Woods. That is kind of cool to me simply because of the fact I am a, a little bit of a geek as far as tech goes as well. So they used to have this channel in Canada called G4 Tech TV. And on it, they used to have the show, uh, sorry, a show called The Attack of the Show. And it was a guy named Kevin Pereira, as well as uh, a female called, uh, well, not called, but named Olivia Munn. A lot of people know Olivia Munn from acting and everything else, but that's kind of where she got her start there. So they had this little bit of a reunion, I think it was last weekend. And then Xavier Woods being the gamer that he is, especially when it comes down to um, him and his uh, up, up, down, down. Uh, they've signed him on. So G4 has signed him on for his his knowledge and insight and this and that there. So it's kind of cool. And you get to see Olivia Munn and Kevin Pereira uh, basically reunite. And it was kind of, uh, you know, kind of cool as the, the the tech geek in me, so to speak, uh, to see that. So that was kind of neat. Uh, from there, NWA Shockwave premieres next week. So that is a matter of days, guys. So NWA, who's been sitting in the back, and we as wrestling fans have been watching all their talent kind of get scooped up. Everybody from Ricky Starks to uh, James Storm is back in Impact Wrestling, uh, to Thunder Rosa, to uh, Serena Deeb. Um, anyways, uh, Shockwave's premiering next week. It'll be 6 o'clock, I think, on Tuesdays, if I'm correct. And that makes sense because it used to be right before AEW Dark. Uh, but they're premiering next week. Um, Joe Galley came on. It was only about a minute promo video as far as YouTube goes. But he stated that basically you're going to be seeing a mix of UWN, so United Wrestling Network, mixed in with the NWA. So you might be seeing matches that took place on their pay-per-views, the weekly pay-per-view series, taking place on their NWA Shockwave show. But then I think you'll, you'll as well see exclusive matches taped as far as uh, NWA Shockwave goes. So look for that Tuesday at 6 p.m. And we got some comments coming in here. So I'm just going to read those quickly or check them out quickly and then maybe put them on air here. Um, what do we got here? Uh, <laughs> Sean Bates hard at work on a Friday afternoon once again. He goes, she can put it out of fire too. She's been working as a firefighter since leaving wrestling. Uh, that, by the way, is with regards to Taylor Wilde, Chantel Taylor. He goes, oh boy, Gronk, uh, piss off Raiders fan. I'll say that. Um, I bet he did proper negotiation to do third party deal with G4, unlike others doing cameo and Twitch. Uh, that's a shot at WWE, but it's hundred percent accurate there. And then he goes, who will be available for the NWA? Not many left. And, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's right about that. It's interesting to see, like I said, the NWA is kind of in pieces now, uh, since COVID's taken place and, you know, Billy Corgan, um, has, you know, basically been nice enough to say, Hey, you know, go work shows. Um, you know, MLW had done the same thing with Brian Pillman Jr. as well as Harry Smith, uh, David Boy Smith Jr. So, but now they're back in. So it'll be interesting to see what the NWA does as far as talent that used to work for them goes. Uh, Chris Jericho unveils Payton Maker Apparel Collection. That was announced on the 25th. And I'll tell you this, I'm going to bring up the article, but there's a reason I'm bringing this up as well because it got me thinking about something. 
So updated on the 25th, Jericho, one of the most popular performers in the history of wrestling and the inaugural AEW world champion will unveil his Painmaker apparel collection in conjunction with champion apparel during tonight's live AEW dynamite show on TNT. So that was back on Wednesday. And then if you go to, I guess it looks like the, the store, the official address is www.painmaker.store. Uh, didn't know dot store was an extension guys check that out there the reason i bring this up is this so yeah, i mean it's Jer jericho merch is cool obviously um but the fact is um when i think about it you've got a major match coming up this coming wednesday and that is moxley defending the world championship against kenny omega okay so omega we know is north american bound has no ties right now to new japan pro wrestling uh as far as reports go Moxley still does. He is the current IWGP United States heavyweight champion of the world. So that's Moxley, okay? So my prediction is this. I see Moxley leaving to go back to New Japan to do the whole, like I said, the whole, you know, G1 Climax, uh, not the Climax, but the uh, the Wrestle Kingdom as well as uh, Wrestle Dash uh, over there. Um, but as well, there's one more guy that I think is going to tag along with him. I think that's Chris Jericho. So they've been talking a little bit about the inner circle and MJF and Wardlow and when this is going to all come to a head. And obviously, they've been doing stuff together. Um, you know, you saw that skit where they invaded Vegas. Yeah, every single piece you see when they're doing interviews is Wardlow, Wardlow sorry, staring down Jake Hager like they, you know, they're they're basically just want to kill each other. I think it's all one big setup though. And Jericho Hager win the tag team match uh, this past uh, Wednesday. Uh, you know, uh, thanks to Sammy, uh, almost to Sammy Guevara, Guevara uh, but thanks to MJF. Uh, from there, what happens is basically, uh, you know, they look like they're doing well as a unit as far as the new inner circle goes. Um, Jericho has a match coming up uh, this coming Wednesday against, uh, I think it's, is it Scorpio Sky or Kaz? One of the two. It's going to see quickly here. I think I've got it listed here. Jericho, nope, Jericho's listed to take on Kaz. I don't know if that's right, though. I, I think it might be Scorpio. But either way, he, he's fighting again, Okay. Um, they get the diamond battle royal, so to speak, taking place. I'll get more into it as the show goes on. But the fact is, I think everything's just going to be too great. It's going to be too perfect. And the next thing you know, you're going to see a huge beatdown being laid to Jericho by the inner circle, specifically one Jake Hager. And then Wardlow, basically, and Hager, I can see them being a tag team. I can see Wardlow maybe becoming a face at that point. But the fact is, I think Wardlow is going to have a mainstay with regards to this. I think Hager might become MJF's new, basically, bodyguard. So, you know, here's my prediction here. I'm going to say Moxley loses on Wednesday. I'm going to say Jericho gets beat down by Hager. I'm going to say Wardlow get, gets kicked out of the inner circle and MJF takes over with the uh, the guys that are in there. Uh, the Sammy Guevara thing will be interesting to see where they go with that. But uh, in saying that, Jericho, I think, is going to have the chance to head over to Japan as and fight over there with regards to Wrestle Kingdom. So I see Jericho and Moxley doing that. So And the beatdown will play into effect. The fact is they beat him down too, you know, too much that he's on the sidelines for a bit, he's injured, whatever the case may be, and it'll explain his absence all the way through till 2021. So just wanted to bring that up there. But yeah, check out Jericho's uh, Painmaker apparel there. Uh, anything he does is, is kind of cool as far as marketing and merchandise goes and this and that. Triple uh, A, uh, sorry, A8. <laughs> That's tough to say. Triple A, Triple Mania. Uh, looks like 28th, scheduled for December the 12th. Um, not a huge Mexico wrestling fan, but I catch it when I can. But this came from post wrestling here. Uh, AAA has officially announced the date for the biggest show of the year in Triple Mania. The event is scheduled to take place on December 12th. Additional information concerning the event is to be revealed on November 30th via a presser on Facebook. Uh, so that was announced on Twitter there. Big day as far as November the 12th goes, because upcoming as well, You've got Impact Wrestling Final Resolution 2020. Uh, you've also got UFC 256. And then the night before, or so the morning before, you've got uh, one championship, which is mixed martial arts, of course. Uh, Big Bang 2 taking place. So a lot of action taking place uh, in about two weeks. So that'll be interesting there. Um, from there, guys, we go into Impact Wrestling's Bob Ryder Passes Away. And this was sad, and it's... Um, I mean, we, we lose another one, right? And so the news I saw first was reported by um, uh, F4W Online. I'll just read you what they wrote. 
Uh, this was reported again on the 25th by uh, Dave Meltzer. Bob Ryder, one of the who was one of the founders of TNA Wrestling and still worked for Impact Wrestling more than 18 years later, was found dead today by police at his home in Nashville. Ryder, who has battled cancer for years, has not attended a live show in a long time due to intense chemotherapy. Uh, Ryder suffered a fall yesterday, wasn't able to get up, but apparently texted people that he was okay. But after that, no phone calls or text messages to him were answered. The company said someone who knew him to his home and knocked on the door and got no response. They then called police and found that he had passed away. Uh, Ryder was a pioneer of websites with OneWrestling.com in the 90s, did web radio and worked for WCW where he was close with Eric Bischoff. After the folding of the company in 2001, Ryder and Jeff Jarrett, who were not hired by WWF, convinced Jerry Jarrett to start TNA Wrestling with the idea of it being a pay-per-view exclusive promotion. And they had gone and done weekly pay-per-views at that point. So I'm going to follow it up with this here. So... Uh, impactwrestling.com released a statement as well. So Ed Nord, Nord, Nordholm, excuse me, Scott Demore on the passing of Bob Ryder. Everybody at Impact Wrestling is heartbroken, heartbroken by the passing of Bob Ryder, one of its founders, and in many ways, the heart and soul of the promotion. As many fans know, uh, the very idea to create this company was born on Bob's fishing boat during a trip off the Gulf Coast in 2001. It's no exaggeration to state Impact Wrestling would never have existed without Bob's inspiration, would not have gone on to entertain millions of fans over two decades excuse me, with his passion and dedication behind the curtain. This is anyone who remembers Bob on the 1990s Prodigy Chats or his role with launching OneWrestling.com or him co-hosting WCW Live uh, knows few people love pro wrestling with the passion Bob did. And the article continues there. So rest in peace to Bob Ryder. Uh, I've known his name. And when way back in the day, I was a huge fan of OneWrestling.com. And then I remember, I think it was Mike Johnson and Dave Shear. Um, left OneWrestling.com to do PWInsider.com and that left Bill Apter as well as Bob Ryder over there at uh, One Wrestling. Uh, Apter has put out a video about a minute and a half in length on uh, YouTube uh, just to uh, uh, send condolences, but he said he, he wasn't going to do any kind of tribute. He's going to let a couple days go by. He said he's completely devastated. Um, I mean, it's tough because any of the tributes that come out to Bob Ryder, it was always like, thank you for giving me that shot. Uh, thank you for giving me that break. Um, without you, I wouldn't have a wrestling career right now. I guess he was always the go-to guy to make sure things were working properly. If a guy missed his flight, they'd call Bob Ryder, get in touch with Bob Ryder. He'd make everything great. Uh, but he was, uh, like uh, Don Callis said, Nordholm had said, the heart and soul of uh, TNA Wrestling. I've been a huge fan of TNA Wrestling since their existence. Uh, you know, way back to the asylum days and, uh, you know, the weekly pay-per-views I used to catch because as soon as you got the names of Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels and uh, uh, Chris Saban, uh, you know, it's um, it's it was something that it was on the Internet. And it was kind of like, man, what is this? I got to see this. And all of a sudden I became a fan and then Spike TV and, and so forth. And still to this day, a huge fan of Impact Wrestling. But uh, rest in peace uh, to uh, Bob Ryder. I believe he was 64 or 65. Uh, but uh, he's been dealing with cancer for a while there. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, like I said, another one we lose here in the wrestling business. And, uh, you know, it's uh, thoughts and prayers and strength with him and uh, his family, his friends, as well as coworkers and wrestling fans of his. So rest in peace to Bob Ryder there. Uh, from there, we go into yesterday where it was kind of interesting that the uh, there was a rock float above the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving parade. And when you go and look at the picture, it's that infamous rock, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm not say symbol, but that that image of him with the fanny pack and the, the curly hair and, the, the you know, just him trying to look cool. And his, I think his, his early 20s or whatever the case may be. Uh, but the rock had commented on it and uh, <laughs> kind of poked fun at himself. But it was, yeah, they had the, the big old rock, uh, you know. Uh, thing at the Macy's Day Parade dressed with the fanny pack. And so it was uh, kind of a cool image to see. Uh, from there, Kenny Omega releases uh, his own uh, supplement line. And if I ever want to try to get back in shape, I might actually try it out. But he uh, goes yesterday on Twitter. Well, today is the day I've officially launched my own supplement line with Redcon 1. The flavor v, uh, v Trigger tastes a lot like Lemonheads. So if you're into the, that, this is up your alley. Another news, happy Thanksgiving, he says. I'm not a big fan of lemon, but... Uh, I'd be willing to give it a shot just to see how good or bad it actually is. So, uh, yeah, Kenny Omega with his own um, uh, line of, like I said, protein, uh, uh, the V-Trigger bundle, as he calls it. So uh, check that out. 
uh, redcon1.com and you can find uh, Kenny Omega stuff on there. Uh, from there, guys, uh, what else we got? Not a lot of wrestling news this week, which I was surprised of. I mean, there is stuff going on, but it wasn't big, big for wrestling um, besides Bob Ryder uh, passing away. Uh, cool thing I saw yesterday was this, and I actually listened to the whole interview. About 55 plus minutes in length, I believe it was, but um, how Pro Wrestling Tees became a multi-million dollar merch company with owner Ryan Barkin. And that was Chris Van Vliet, uh, Canada's own Chris Van Vliet on uh, Apple Podcasts as well as YouTube. So you can check that out. Like I said, it's about a 55 minute long interview, but he goes into the whole history of Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, you go into the bank asking for a $10,000 loan, uh, getting that loan, having a lot of kind of hit and misses as far as the company goes in the early days. I think he said at one point he uh, actually overspent. Uh, he had um, wanted to get a big banner, uh, you know, and uh, instead of one, he ended up getting 11. Uh, so it cost him about $20,000 extra back in the early days that he didn't necessarily need. Uh, but the fact is, it's it's kind of cool because you, you hear about his passion, Ryan Barkin's passion for it. He's only done two interviews, apparently. And, you know, and one of them was with I, obviously Chris Van Vliet, which I said, but and the other one was with Chris Jericho. But if you want to hear about this ground up story and the, the problems that he had to go through uh, to make it a multi-million dollar you know, company, it's absolutely a cool interview. And I'm not doing it justice by trying to sell it or nothing like that. But um, the fact is, Pro Wrestling Tees, you know how big it is right now. And the fact is, uh, with regards to him, you know, congrats because he he went through uh, uh, some falls and some mistakes and he uh, he came up with his head above water. And from the sounds of it, he does the kind of the nine to five job, but he's always available as far as his cell phone and texting and everything else goes. Uh, so he's involved with the business as much as he still can be. And that's absolutely amazing. And I was thinking to myself, if I was making money, I'd probably be the exact same way. Uh, but, you know, he's got four kids, four young kids at that. And he's still, you know, thanks to Colt Cabana, uh, has this basic, not basic, but this huge multi-million dollar company, uh, thanks to the fact he's, you know, he's uh, listened to the right advice. Um, from there, last little bit of wrestling news here. Dwayne Gilbert Gill suffers a heart attack. I uh, haven't heard this reported on major uh, sites until today, and then it was post-wrestling that put this out. So, Dwayne Gill, known in the sport of pro wrestling as Gilbert, suf uh, suffered a heart attack recently. James Ellsworth, who worked closely with Dwayne over the past several years, took to social media uh, and shared the news of Dwayne's heart attack on behalf of Dwayne's family. Ellsworth stated that Gill is in the ICU and is said to be recovering well. Gilbert is 59 years old, and he last wrestled in February of this year for an Arizona independent wrestling company. Um, I had no idea he was 59 years old. That's insane. Uh, so the fact is, when it comes down to it, um, you know, it's uh, take care of yourself. And, uh, uh, you know, 59 years old is still – it's tough to hear about somebody 59 years old having a heart attack. I mean, that's 15 years away from me. Uh, so anyways, uh, you know, get well to Gilbert, Dwayne Gill there. And thoughts and prayers and strength are with you as well. So from there, guys, highlights of the week for wrestling. Uh, Raw, New Day defeats the Hurt Business. Uh, Riddle defeats Sheamus uh, to advance to a triple threat match next week. Asuka and Lana defeats Jackson Baszler. Look for Asuka and Lana. Uh, probably, I would say, at Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, WWTLC. Uh, to basically win the tag team championships. That's a prediction right there. Um, Keith Lee defeats Lashley. That was by DQ, but he advances to the triple threat match next week as well. Alexa Bliss uh, defeats Nikki Cross. Uh, she is playing the character tremendously well uh, as far as Alexa Bliss goes, so I'm, I'm loving that there. And then uh, AJ Styles defeats Randy Orton to advance as well. So what happened was this. They have the Raw Survivor Series team in the ring at the beginning of the show with Adam Pierce. And he's basically, you know, congratulating these guys and say they clean swept and everything else. When it comes down to it, all of a sudden he starts talking about the world championship picture and Drew McIntyre, and all of a sudden they start butting heads. Well, in saying that, he um, Braun Strowman takes offense. Uh, uh, not, I almost said Cole, but uh, Pierce made a comment. Strowman took exception to it, headbutted Adam Pierce. And basically, that's what happened there. So they go backstage, and Charlie Caruso is trying to get an interview with Adam Pierce. Uh, he keeps getting interrupted. Um, you know, so end of the story is this: Adam Pierce says we're going to have uh, three matches tonight. The winners of those matches are going to take place in a triple threat next week, and then the triple threat match, whoever wins that, is going to go on to face Drew McIntyre, obviously at WWE TLC. Uh, in saying that, then a news report comes out on WWE.com, and when I say news, I mean quote unquote news. 
uh, Braun Strowman being suspended indefinitely. So, uh, but he apparently, I think, commented on, on Twitter or Instagram, one of the two, and he said, this is not right. He goes, people are going to get basically uh, smashed because of what's going on. So um, Braun Strowman, um, I think, is rumored to be in that match with McIntyre. I'm not sure how it's going to play out, but that is the rumor right now. It's Strowman versus uh, Drew McIntyre at WWTLC. But we'll have to wait and see what happens with the triple threat next week. AW Dark highlights Uno and Grayson defeats Janela and Kiss in the Chaos Project in the triple threat match. So check that out. Impact highlights this week. Uh, Hogan and Steels defeats the Sea Stars. That was Vox and Exo. I think it's Exo. Uh, Grayson Jazz promo, which was uh, interesting because, like, like I said, I thought it was going to be Chantel Taylor, Taylor Wild, but nope, it was Jazz. So Jazz has announced that she's back. She's going to tag team with Jordan Grace in the tag team tournament there. So I love Jazz. She's one of the hardcore. She used to scare me back in the day as far as WWE goes because you have somebody like Trish Stratus get in the ring with a Jazz. And I'm like, oh my God, she's going to get killed. And that's Trish Stratus I meant. But uh, like I said, it'll be interesting to see what Jazz does as far as Impact Wrestling goes. Uh, suicide in quotes defeats uh, Rohit Raju in a non title match. And then uh, Rohit rips the mask on, uh, expecting him to be TJP, but it ends up being Crazy Steve instead. So Crazy Steve gets a, a Impact Wrestling uh, X Division Championship match next week. Susie's too young promo, which was kind of cool. So they're taking advantage of the fact that they don't have a crowd right now. So obviously, you know, they're doing uh, kind of a, a, you know, they'll record and then stop and then and do something else. So, but it looked like Susie and Sue Young were right beside each other at one point. But you know, obviously, Susie's back was to the camera, so you couldn't see the face. But the way they had done it, and you know, you, you lose your sense of reality. And it was a, a good, um, a good thing to see. Uh, the phenomenal one—I <laughs> can't say this without laughing. The one we nominal one AJ Swaggle defeats Ethan Page. Swaggle's been all over the place lately. You you know you've, you've got um, uh, the stuff going on with regards to oh why am I forgetting it there the uh, the Good Brothers and the, the the event that they were doing. But anyways, then all of a sudden you had AEW and had the Inner Circle in Vegas and Swaggle sitting there on the floor, you know, crying in a baby diaper. And the next thing you know, he's coming out and he's acting as AJ Styles and uh, they call him the We Nominal One. <laughs> so it was uh, he's having a good run right now uh, before the end of twenty twenty. Sorry, yeah, before the end of twenty twenty there. And then Lawrence D, uh, Larry D, guilty of shooting Johnny Bravo. Rosemary basically said she was never in love with the guy. She just wanted his blood. Uh, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden um, you know, Judge Devon puts him up to a lie detector test. And uh, I sprayed him with a mist or something like that. It might have been him or Dreamer. I forget. And then Lawrence D, his alter ego, basically said he, uh, he was uh, guilty. And then that's the end of that. So no more uh, wrestlers court or who shot Johnny Bravo at this point. And then Rich Swan defeats uh, Ken Shamrock in the main event. Uh, from there, ROH highlights. Uh, EC3 defeats Jay Briscoe by DQ. Uh, Matt Taven defeats Bateman. At the end of the match, we see uh, Vincent come out. And then all of a sudden, the lights go out. We hear some music. And Mike Bennett is officially back with ROH. So it'll be interesting to see what they do over there. AEW highlights. Jericho and Hager defeats SGU. That was Daniels and Kaz. Omega and Moxie contract. Omega looked weak, <laughs> but it's uh, great going into next Wednesday. So Omega, I'm, I'm loving his entrance, by the way. Like, I never thought I'd love his entrance more in AEW than New Japan Pro Wrestling. But they, all of a sudden, they have that uh, the two cleaning girls going on, and you see the silhouette of Omega. Well, it was funny because you saw the silhouette of Omega, and you see Moxley come up from behind him. And it's like, oh, here we go, battle. And then Moxley basically destroyed Omega. It basically you know, got on the mic and said, hey, you know, your time has come, and uh, basically signed the contract. So Moxley Omega is official. And like I said, Omega is going to win the championship. We're going to see Moxley back over in New Japan uh, through uh, you know, mid-January. We'll, we'll see him uh, return to AEW probably. Uh, Butcher and Blade look strong in the main event. Defeat and Pac and Phoenix. Archer attacks the family post-match. So I'll we'll have to wait and see where that goes there. Um, I guess with Moxley not being around, uh, you know, it's it's it'd be interesting with Eddie Kingston, what they do with him, but it looks like they might be setting up him and, and Archer. Uh, MLW highlights. Richard Holiday defeats TJP in the Opera Cup. Filthy Tom Lawler defeats Rocky Romero in the Opera Cup. And I think announced for next week, I think it's Davey Boy Smith Jr. Um, taking on Loki. So I might be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. NXT highlights. Candice LeRae defeats uh, Ember Moon. Uh, we had a Tony Storm heel turn, which uh, I can't wait to see this because she's Tony Storm to me is so underrated and so underutilized as far as WB goes. Um, it'd be interesting to see if COVID wasn't taking place, where it should be. 
but I think a heel Tony Storm is is money in my opinion. Uh, Kushida uh, defeats Thatcher. You know my opinion on Kushida if you listened to the show before. I'm a huge New Japan Pro Wrestling fan, but the fact is it's Kushida Kushida's time to get the North American Championship or the NXT Championship. Um, I'd love to see Kushida taking on Killer Cross, uh, uh, Carrying Cross as they call him now. That'd be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the KO show. So the K, uh, Kevin Owens was doing commentary. He ends up doing the KO show. He's got uh, Ruff, Gargano, and Priest. And it was comical because KO, <laughs> he's doing the interview with Leon Ruff. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's like, Ruff mentions Gargano's name and, and uh, Owens just starts shaking his head. You, you can't do that. He goes, the moment you mention the name, they're going to come out. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Owens is doing a countdown three, two, one. And then boom, it's like, he's like two seconds off. And then Gargano comes out. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, Priest's name is mentioned. And then, you know, Owens just starts shaking his head again. He goes, you know what? He goes, <laughs> and the same thing sort of happens. So, you know, Priest music hits and then, you know, Owens is sitting there and just having a field day with this. And I'm loving it. It's just comedy as best with Kevin Owens. And then next thing you know, he's he starts going and he says something like, you know, hey, what happens if there was a guy, an authority figure like Teddy Long, who can sit there and make a match happen? And then next thing you know, boom, uh, William Regal's music hits, comes out and makes the match for uh, NXT TakeOver War Games. And at the end of the promo, um, he holds the mic back up and he says, player. And then I just, I laughed. It was, uh, it was a good, a, a good, uh, good little promo skit by uh, Kevin Owens uh, there. But uh, man, he's so underrated as well. And then what am I from uh, missing? Um, from there, Ripley got beat down. So Ray Ripley got beat down. Io Shirai, uh, Shirai uh, looked bad as well. So she had been carried out from the back. Grizzled Young Vets uh, beat down on Everrise. So they are back in NXT, not NXT UK anymore. And then Pete Dunne defeats Kyle O'Reilly in the main event in a ladder match to win the advantage at War Games. Um, we did not see Pat McAvee. We did set a dude in a mask. And uh, we're assuming because there's only the two guys, uh, only Lorcan as well as Danny Birch up on the, almost like a tier. Um, we didn't see McAvee though. So you're left to assume that McAvee was under the mask, but it'll be interesting to see if there's anybody else who's added to that picture there. And then NXT UK highlights, Jordan Devlin defeats Amir Jordan. So Jordan Devlin still proclaiming that he is the NXT UK uh, champion, not oh, sorry, NXT cruiserweight champion. My apologies, not Walter, but uh Obviously, Jordan Devlin. And then A-Kid defeats Trent Seven to win the NXT UK Heritage Cup. So that is that for that. Uh, Ratings-wise, Raw, 1,808,000. No Canadian ratings this week. Uh, 0.56 in the 18 to 49 demo. And then fifth for the night on cable. Uh, Nothing for AEW and NXT as of the time of me going to record. Basically, Thanksgiving for the U.S., uh, no ratings there. Uh, Nothing I saw as far as SmackDown preview for tonight. Nothing I saw as far as 205 Live preview for tonight as well. But New Japan Strong taking place tonight. Uh, The road to detonation begins. Main event, PJ Black, Fred Rosser, uh, Rocky Romero, and Jeff Cobb taking on Team Filthy, which is Tom Lawler, J.R. Kratos, uh, Russ Taylor, and Danny Limelight. So that is 10 p.m. tonight on New Japan World for anybody interested in that. Uh, AW Dynamite, I'm mentioning this right now because it won't be on the air by the time the show happens, but I will do a recap of it next week. But AW Dynamite winner is coming 2020, taking place next Wednesday. Main event, obviously, John Moxley defending the AW World Championship against Kenny Omega. We have the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal featuring MJF, Wardload, Hangman Page, uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Matt Hardy, Matt Seidel, Scorpio Sky, Sean Spears, Orange Cassidy, Kip Sabian, and Miro. And by the way, guys, I just want to mention this. Orange Cassidy has the number one and the number two selling t-shirts for Pro Wrestling Tees this year. That was interesting. I think the third is one of Jericho's ones, but Orange Cassie, number one and number two this year for uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. That was kind of interesting there. Um, we also got Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes taking on Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. Uh, Jericho taking on Frankie Kazarian and Britt Baker taking on Layla Hirsch. That is all for Winter is Coming uh, next Wednesday on uh, Dynamite on TSN 2 here in Canada. Um, World Tag League, best of the Super Juniors. I'm going to touch base on quickly here. And I'm just going to bring it up quickly. So where are we? So update number five. When I say update number five, it was night five of World Tag League. So I'm just going to be the totals here. So we got Taka, sorry, Tanahashi and Hanari get their first win. So they're at two points. Juice and Finley at four points. Uh, Goto and Yoshi at four points. Ishii and Yano at six. Takagi and Sonata at eight. 
Uh, tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. at six. Uh, we've got Tama and Tonga, uh, Tama and Tonga, otherwise known as the Gorillas of Destiny at six. Evil and Yujiro Takahashi at six as well. Uh, Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens at two. And the Great Okan and Jeff Cobb at six. So looking at that, we've got Takagi and Sonata in the lead at eight, but a lot of teams at six as well. So that is the final standings as of right now, anyways, uh, for New Japan, uh, the tag league there. Um, sorry, I'm just going back to my notes. So that was night five. Uh, we've got night six taking place tomorrow morning. And it's the, you got to love the Eastern Standard Time, but taking place tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. on New Japan World. So if you want to pull an all-nighter, if you want to go to bed early and wake up, uh, like I said, you've got New Japan Pro Wrestling taking place 10 o'clock tonight and then 4 a.m. tomorrow as well. So if you're looking to find uh, some wrestling on TV early in the morning or if you uh, haven't gone to bed, uh, that is your best way to do it there. Um, and then you've got Best of the Super Juniors. So this is it's the interesting thing about this is you've got Best of the Super Juniors taking place the exact same time as the World Tag League. Uh, so what they're doing is alternating nights, but... Uh, uh, the climax will come, I think, December the 11th or 12th. I think it's the 11th, but um, I'll confirm that for next week because I'll view uh, a bit more of a preview for next week there. Um, but best of the Super Juniors right now, you've got, uh, to do, uh, ca- excuse me, I'm talking too quick again. Taguchi at four, Master Wada at eight, Show at six, Robbie Eagles at four, Hiromu Takahashi at eight, Bushi at six, El Desperado at six. Uh, Uemara at zero, Duki at zero, and then uh, Taji Ishimori at eight. So strong contenders there. You've got Master Wado, interesting, <laughs> Takahashi, as well as Ishimori, all at eight points apiece. So that is the uh, that is the standings for right now for the best of the Super Juniors. And if you're looking for more action as far as they go, you can check that out Sunday, 4.30 in the morning here in Canada on New Japan World as well. And like I said, I'll do more, a little more hype next week as far as Super, uh, Best of the Super Juniors as the World Tag League goes. Um, but um, no, Sean had an interesting comment here that I, I missed. I'm just going to bring it up here now. He goes, the mask guy will be Tyler Bate at TakeOver. I'd love to see that. Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn on the same team over here in North America. I'd absolutely love to see that. But then where does Trent Seven fit in? Does he eventually come over as well? He just lost to A-Kid. So it would be interesting. But Tyler Bate's still young. I mean, I don't even think the guy is 25 years old yet. And he's uh, one of the most phenomenal wrestlers I think I've seen the past couple of years. So, yeah, bring him over. I'd love to see that. That'd be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, MMA, guys, not a lot of stuff going on. But uh, there was big news that was um, – Announced just today, actually. So UFC 255 took place last Saturday. Uh, you can check out results on cwnonline.ca as well as ufc.com. Uh, UFC Fight Night taking place tomorrow. And you've got um, Smith versus Clark. That might sound a little bit odd, but it's taking place at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Anthony Smith, number six ranked, taking on Devin Clark, who's unranked. A light heavyweight belt, main card at 10 p.m., Prelims at 7 o'clock p.m. on TSN 5. Now, the reason I said that might sound a little bit odd was this. Uh, Curtis Blades, who was in the main event originally against Derek Lewis in a heavyweight champ, or so not championship, but a heavyweight belt. Uh, Curtis Blades test positive for COVID-19. Uh, so basically, UFC Vegas 15, also known as the UFC Fight Night, is, the main event is off. And uh, that, I mean, precaution is, you know, you test positive COVID before the show goes, the, the event's off no matter how much it was promoted. So, uh, like I said, main event now is Anthony Smith taking on Devin Clark. So that is it for pro wrestling. That is it for mixed martial arts. And if you're a fan of the show, you know what I'm going to do next. I'm going to get some water into me. Eventually, it's going to be a beer. Maybe we'll do that the, the Christmas episode. And I'll, I'll get to that at the end of the show. But uh, from there, guys, like I said, I'm going to get rid of these banners here and I'm going to get into Canadian independent wrestling next, but that is after the break. So um, here is a promo by the one and only Sean Bates of CWNonline.ca, but uh, more importantly right now, Scumbags are wrestling. So check this out. And if you're looking to spend money, do it here because it's for a good cause as well. So I'll be right back after uh, Sean's message here from the Scumbags are wrestling. Hey wrestling fans, it's Sean from the Scumbags of Wrestling. It might not look like Christmas right now, but it is around the corner. And you won't want to miss out on this amazing deal. It's part of Sick Kids Hospital on behalf of Steve's Wrestling Journey. Right now, if you contact me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com, you'll get this amazing t-shirt designed by Nigel Lewis for just $30. And because it's Christmas, 
I'm going to throw in this stocking stuffer of a poster, 11 by 17, for free. Now you can still get this poster for $15, but you can get the whole combo for $30 right now until December 15th. So contact me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com and support Kids at Kids Hospital in Toronto and Steven's Wrestling Journey. So guys, support Sean and the Scumbags of Wrestling for Steven's Wrestling Journey, of course, and uh, take advantage of the sale. The t-shirt's phenomenal. The poster's absolutely uh, uh, phenomenal as well. Um, I'm missing Canadian independent wrestling right now. I tell you that. Um, you know, with COVID taking place, it sucks because that poster I would probably have signed by pretty much everybody right now, uh, just as a keepsake for myself. But um, like Sean had said, Nigel Lewis uh, did a phenomenal job on that. Um T-shirt itself is, uh, you've seen it hanging up in the back here. I will uh, probably have it on the show next week as well as the poster. Just give guys a, a closer look at it. Uh, but the you know, T-shirt's phenomenal. The the artwork's phenomenal. The poster's great as well. Uh, so take advantage of the deal. And like uh, Sean had said, all the uh, money raised goes to Steven's wrestling journey there. So guys, this is the best part. Well, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that the best part of the show sometimes is uh, we are CIW is the hashtag there. Uh, so Canadian Independent Wrestling, you check it out, CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca, which right now forwards you to the group uh, on Facebook. The great news is, and I'm, I'm excited about this because I said the push for 400 before the end of the year. Well, the push for 400 has turned into 401 as of last night. So the 401 members on the Canadian Independent Wrestling Group there on Facebook. Thank you very much, guys. Um, let's push for maybe 500 before the end of the year. Well, who knows? But um, I'll tell my wife yesterday, it's, it's, it's weird. I shouldn't say it's weird, but it's interesting because it comes in spurts. So what will happen is all of a sudden somebody will find the group. Um, they'll, you know, and, and I'll add them to the group. And the next thing you know, they'll invite like three or four of their friends. So next thing I know, I'll see the total jump by like four or five members at a time sometimes, but it's uh, absolutely phenomenal. No, excuse me, but guys, check it out. Canadian independent wrestling.ca forward you to the Facebook group. And like I said, 401, as far as the membership goes right now, it's completely free. Uh, basically it's just to promote anything that has to do with Canadian independent wrestling. So shows, uh, promotions, your gimmick, your podcast, it doesn't matter as long as it's Canadian independent wrestling based. So uh, a huge fan of the, the group myself personally, as well as Canadian independent wrestling as I'm rocking the Midwestern. Uh, I screwed it up. Damn. <laughs> Almost went the whole year without screwing up a Midwestern wrestling shirt here. So, uh, and uh, uh, probably rock probably the smash wrestling hat maybe next week as we are in the month of December for next week. But anyways, guys, as opposed to, uh, uh, going and just rambling here. Uh, not anything to do with shows going on right now because of COVID-19. So any shows that had been announced basically have been postponed. Um, obviously, real life taking place. Uh, wrestling is happening as it can, and I'll get into that momentarily. Uh, but NSW, and my apologies to NSW because the fact is uh, I uh, attempted to line up an interview with them and just due to my own personal scheduling, um, I wasn't able to make it happen. But uh, I will want to have NSW on the show uh, sometime in the near future here. Uh, I tr was going to try to get them on the show for this week, but just scheduling uh, personal-wise for me, it didn't add up. But um, NSW History in the Making taking place 4 p.m. November the 29th so that is this coming sunday on iPay-per-view for 13.99 now originally the main event was going to be alessandro del bruno taking on bmd uh unfortunately bmd cannot attend the show that came via bill chase uh from twitter uh there was a video that was uh, presented there on twitter that came out i think yesterday I haven't seen it yet. I didn't see anything before the show, but replacement to be announced on NSW Overload later today. Uh, so it'll be Alessandro Del Bruno defending the championship against somebody else. But like I said before the show, I didn't see anybody listed there. So, but again, this coming Sunday, if you want to support Canadian independent wrestling, Ontario indie wrestling, uh, so to speak, uh, buy the show $13.99 on iPay-Per-View. So check that out this coming Sunday, 4 o'clock p.m. So uh, more information, check out uh, NSW New School Wrestling on Facebook as well as uh, uh, Twitter as well. Uh, UCW presents Top of the Class. There is an update about them as well. 
So this came out on the 20th. Tension UCW fans due to the new COVID-19 restrictions announced today will be forced to postpone our event scheduled for November 28th. The new date is December 29th. All tickets for November will be honored on the December date. They go on to say due to the uh, new attendance restrictions, the December show is now sold out. If you have any questions, please email ucwtickets at gmail.com or there's a number posted as well. We're very sorry about the post- uh, postponement of this event, but we take the health and safety of our fans, uh, wrestlers and staff very serious, and we do not want to put anybody at risk. We will look forward to seeing you in December. Uh, so that's facebook.com forward slash UCWVIP for more information there. But unfortunately, it's uh, it's the state of affairs as far as COVID-19 goes. It is what it is. We will get through it. But, uh, you know, you've got to be safe and doing things right now. Um, on top of that, Go Hard Pro Ontario Indie Holiday Special taking place for free on YouTube. That is on Christmas Eve. That is being done by Holden Albright, um, otherwise known as Brendan Caldone, I want to say is his real name. Hope I got that right. But the uh, talent announced so far for that has been Luke Perron, uh, Evan Greenway, Antihero SOS, otherwise known as the hacker Scotty O'Shea, and uh, Vaughn Vertigo. So it should be a great card there. So if you're looking for uh, wrestling on Christmas Eve, it'll be available for free, like I said, on YouTube. Uh, North Pro UCW March 1st, 2019 Madness Full Event is now online. Uh, that took, oh, sorry, that was a post on the 23rd on YouTube. Uh, Vidcast 25 featuring Camille Brickhouse. Uh, that was on yesterday, actually. Uh, the one and only George Mackay and his uh, Straight Talk Wrestling. Uh, so only saw a clip of the interview. I'm going to have to go back and watch it in its entirety. But Camille Brickhouse from, obviously, NWA Wrestling was his guest. It uh, looked like a good interview there. And then MPW Into the Layer 2, Episode 2, PJC versus Propane. Uh, was launched yesterday as well. So, guys, I'm going to show you this as well because I'm going to get into uh, some screen sharing here. But um, let me get rid of these banners here because they always end up in the way. This is why I kind of need to get somebody on the show just to be able to produce so I can talk better. But um, let's do this if I can figure this out. Let's get rid of that. And now I'm going to go to screen share. So I'm going to go to the YouTube page for... Uh, CWN, and I'll show you why just momentarily here. If you haven't seen this before, let's do that. Let's go back and check here. There we go, full screen. So, guys, this is the YouTube page for CWN. Uh, simply put youtube.com forward slash CWN online. You don't need to use that user part, it's just simply CWN online. Uh, so, there you can see we're streaming live episode number 15. You can see there's a section for the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, which we'll all get into within a matter of moments here. But you'll see all the, uh, the videos posted here as well. Uh, from there, CWN weekly episodes, every episode I have done, 1 through 15 listed there. The recap episodes here, so any of the uh, show recaps I've done uh, from Impact Wrestling to NXT to WWE to AEW and so forth. Uh, prediction shows, which always happen right before the recap shows, obviously. Uh, then from there, CWN Online. So anything I've been part of outside of CWN, but I've wanted to do and and you know make note or put mention of it there. So it was a promo that Steven had done with regards to uh, the Scumbags of Wrestling. Uh, I've done four more episodes of Fantasy Warfare Tournament, which was good. So the greatest heel turn, face turn, greatest not to be ever WWF World Champion, and then toughest in the business was the last one I had done. And then basically Thursday night throwdown, you've got all 29 episodes there that I've ever done alongside Sean Bates, Stephen O'Neill, and then Chris Jones uh, back in the day. Uh, more guests as well, obviously. Um, and then down here, Fantasy Warfare Tournament. So the original episodes that we had done, uh, you know, you can see here, Stephen, Sean, myself, myself without the beard, which is kind of weird. But, uh, you know, everywhere from uh, the greatest world champions to greatest women's champion to the greatest big man to I think we've done OIW. So Ontario Independent Wrestling Tag Teams as well. And then there's a section here for We Are CIW. So basically any videos I find related to Canadian independent wrestling are here. So you can see the MPW one I had mentioned that is uh, Border Town Pro Wrestling. Scumbags of Wrestling Sean had did yesterday. Another MPW video, ECCW. And then so forth. All you got to do is click that there, and I'll take you all the videos that are are listed with that hashtag. And then down bottom, you get Canuck Proud. So 
basically that's anything that's Canadian wrestling based. So Edge still at 22, uh, 22 million views for his comeback at the Royal Rumble. Hogan press or sorry, Hogan getting press slammed by the Warrior at WrestleMania six, uh, Jericho versus Hogan. And then uh, Rowdy Ruddy Piper in the tribute that uh, he had passed away on Monday Night Raw there, 7.7 million views. And then this is the best part here, the wrestling theme song. So Jericho at 44 million views for Judas, followed by Glorious at 20 million. And then Undisputed Era, obviously Kyle O'Reilly being Canadian. But it's just it's it's kind of fun to do this. And it's it's neat as well because of the fact, um, you know, I can I can play a pay tribute, so to speak. I can highlight the stuff that's going on in Canadian independent wrestling as well as uh, uh, Canada in general there. Uh, so, guys, the other thing I'm going to bring up right now quickly and you'll probably be able, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do this officially. I'm going to do it this way here. So I'm going to get rid of this and go back here. Here I am again. So I'm going to play two videos for you guys, and I'm going to basically do this here if I can find the right spot. Joys of live podcasting. There we go. Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. I'm going to get the uh, the other banner up here as well. Um, where are we? There we go. That looks better. <laughs> so anyways, Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN is here. Um, it's, you know what, I'm going to play the videos first and then I'll talk about it because it's uh, important to me. But now I've got to get rid of these banners again first and then go here. And here we go. So this is the first video uh, we are presenting as far as Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame went. Uh, so check this out. So that was the first video with the four categories. Now I'm going to go into the second video with the next four categories, and then I'll explain everything I've got going on with regards to this. So, guys, Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame is taking place officially January 18th, 2021. Uh, it's the official 12th anniversary of Canadian Pro Wrestling. Uh, sorry, the 12th anniversary of CWN. So, but in saying that, there are eight categories announced for the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. They are, as you saw in the first video there, the legend category, the male wrestler category, the female wrestler category, as well as the tag team category. The second video that you saw was the next four categories announced, which was um, the sharpshooter category, the siren category, the MMA category, as well as the uh, honor category. Now, in saying that, basically eight different categories uh, to be announced live, like I said, the winners on January the 18th, 2021, live on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Twitch. Um, final 48 hours in voting, almost, so to speak. So we are at almost 4 o'clock. So you've got about 56 hours left to vote. If you head to cpwhof.ca um, or you head to Facebook for or Twitter with regards to cpwhof, you can check out voting there. So some of the votes are really, really close. And at 11.59, this coming Sunday, the vote uh, shuts down as far as Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, the class of 2021 goes. And in saying that, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be close. Um, oh, <laughs> Sean goes and says, vote now. Don't miss out on Canadian wrestling history. Sorry, Canadian history in the making. I completely agree with that. But guys, is the first time we've done this is gone back and forth between myself and Sean with regards to whether or not we wanted to try this, whether or not we want to do this. Um, 
right now there's not a Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame that exists online. Uh, that's because Slam Wrestling, uh, Greg Oliver had uh, basically moved sites. He says there is one that's still coming. Hence the fact when you look, it's the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. Uh, it's not an official uh, you know, Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, but it is our Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Uh, so, like I said, I've gone back and forth with Sean with regards to going and, uh, you know, what categories we're going to do, basically how we're going to do it as far as voting goes, what we're going to do to tie into it and everything else. And, uh, you know, we've had some uh, we've had some good views, uh, some good uh, vote counts, everything else uh, taking place, especially with the independent guys. So uh, the Sharpshooting and the Siren Awards and then the honor category is kind of cool as well, because the honor category is basically dedicated and tributed to anybody be kind of behind the scenes so the promoters the uh the backstage uh uh you know tr- uh, trainers so to speak referees uh journalists uh guys like that guys kind of like that third uh man to make a match happen to get a superstar to be you know as popular as they can be or to help them out along the way so that is what the honor category is all about mma is uh, self-explanatory male wrestler self-explanatory female wrestler self-explanatory same with tag team the legend category is anybody who had a real career exist before 1980 that was the uh, the rule that went along there and there is a ninth category as well and that ninth category will be dedicated to somebody who has not only helped pro wrestling, but Canadian independent wrestling as well. Uh, that will remain a secret until January 18th, 2021, where we announce the category live on the show. Uh, show is scheduled right now for January 18th, 2021 at 7 o'clock p.m., taking place for two hours all the way through till about 9 o'clock p.m. Uh, you know, give or take, we might go till 10. We might only go till 8.30. Just depends on how the show goes itself. Uh, once the vote has concluded, then I will... Touch base with Sean as well as my wife Christine, who is a contributor as well to this. See how we want to do things. You know, if, when we want to announce the winners, um, get in touch with the right people, and kind of go from there. But um, it is interesting. It's um, um, Sean's got another comment. I'll read it just momentarily here. But it's 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 our way of respecting those in the business. That, you know, as Canadians that we've grown up with, as well as those we see as future su- uh, superstars. So I can't wait for it to happen. But like I said, uh, check it out. CPWHOF.ca is the official web address. And guys, check it out because it's, uh, like I said, the last 56 hours of voting uh, to take place there. And I think that is all I think we have for the show. Yeah, that is it. So I'll read Sean's comment here. What's he say? Join Scumbags are Wrestling on Facebook. It's the drive for five. So uh, 100 fans all December win a shirt or a poster that is pretty cool so uh sean's scumbags of wrestling groups so facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash scumbags of wrestling uh so check that out there for sean uh drive to 500 as he said um you know it's uh, he's been doing this a while so it's his baby uh cwm will always be uh my baby itself but sean's baby is the scumbags of wrestling uh so check that out uh like i said scumbags of wrestling so we're uh, facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash scumbags of wrestling, as well as Sean used to have a website, scumbags.ca. I don't know if it still exists, but um, you can find all the links as well, cwnonline.ca. And Sean is a, a big part of CWN as well. And you might not see him post on the on the uh, the website itself, but uh, I tell you this, a lot of ideas, a lot of stuff that goes into that website. Uh, I get a lot of contributions from him as well as Christine. So uh, uh, check that out there, cwnonline.ca. As always, guys, feedback at cwnonline.ca. Best way to get in touch with the show, comments, suggestions, uh, anything you want to see happen as far as the show goes. If you have any ideas for interviews, you have any ideas for, um, you know, uh, stuff to do with the podcast itself goes, stuff you want to see me add or anything like that, um, let me know. Feedback at cwnonline.ca. Best way to get in touch with me uh, at Chris Maloney CWN. So that is on Twitter as well as Instagram. Um, and then I'm, I think I signed up for a Reddit account as well. So Reddit, you'll be seeing me do as well, uh, just to keep in touch with uh, what's going on in the wrestling business outside of the main websites and this and that goes. But uh, at Chris Maloney CWN on Twitter as well as Instagram there. As far as the shows go for CWN Weekly as well as uh, the recap and predictions is this. So we've got CWN Weekly episode number 16 taking place uh, December 4th, so next Friday. That is 3 p.m. live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. I'm enjoying doing the 3 o'clock shows. 
uh, seven o'clock shows, I get finished, I do the editing. And the next thing you know, it's like 10 o'clock at night. It's like, oh, <laughs> so, but it also gives me a chance to enjoy time with my family as well. I've got uh, my wife as well as my two and a half year old, uh, my toddler who enjoy the fact that I've got nothing going on, you know, uh, Friday nights anymore. So I get to spend time and hang out with them. Uh, so CDM Weekly, like I said, episode number 16, December 4th, 3 p.m. Uh, and then you'll, you can, if you go to CWN online, so facebook.com, forward slash CWN online. You can see the full schedule till the end of the year as far as CWN goes. I might add uh, a recap show or prediction show in there depending. Uh, but right now, the show has been scheduled all the way through to the end of the year. So you will not see a show on Christmas Day. Friday is Christmas Day. Friday is also, I think, New Year's Eve. You will not see shows taking place then. Uh, so the uh, f- the Christmas show, so to speak, will be December 23rd at 3 p.m. And then the New Year's show, so to speak, will be December 30th at 3 p.m. So it'll be the Wednesdays. Uh, so give me more of a... Um, chance i guess to focus on nxt as well as wb so nxt as well as aew that week uh but uh like i said it's uh, i'm not going to be doing a show on christmas day or new year's day but uh, i will still get the shows out there there um uh, and then next week as well we got cw and predicts nxt takeover war games 2020 taking place december 6th there'll be a 3 p.m show live on facebook twitch as well as youtube and then cw on recap uh nxt takeover war games 2020 de- december 6th 10 p.m ish uh, that'll be taking place next weekend as well, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And I'm enjoying the preview, or sorry, the prediction shows and the recap shows. I got a lot of hits last week, so thank you very much once again, guys. But again, the website, cwnonline.ca. Email feedback at cwnonline.ca. I'm curious about another interesting show this week. Bravo. What is that? I'm going to... I'll, I'll give them one chance for about 20 seconds here to follow it up with another comment. Another interesting show this week. What is that supposed to mean? I'm just waiting for another comment, but <laughs> we don't have to wait till next week to find out what he meant by that. Yeah, nothing's coming in. All right, we'll leave it at that. So again, cwnonline.ca, uh, feedback at cwnonline.ca as well as Chris Maloney, CWN on Twitter, as well as Instagram. Guys, that is it for this week. Thank you very much for watching and listening. Still trying to get on iHeartRadio. They're taking their sweet time to get on there, but I am on Spotify. Uh, we are on SoundCloud. We are on Apple Podcasts and a bunch of the other audio platforms as well. But the main source to hit us up on is YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and then obviously the website, cdbonline.ca. So, guys, that is it until next week. Hopefully, we get clarification on what Sean's comment meant. But, guys, until next week, thank you very much for watching and listening, and take care.